So Tamjin was hiding in the river, and he knew he couldn't escape without a horse. So he made a very bold move. He walked back to the camp of the Mongol people. He's going to find the man who just saw him but didn't report him. As I mentioned in the last episode, families took turns to look after prisoners, including Tamjin. That man also showed sympathy when he is looking after Tamjin. Remember that Tamjin is also from the Mongol clan and he's a son of the preceding ruler. So it makes sense for ordinary people to sympathize this miserable kid. Now the question is how to find that man. Tamjin remembered that man and his family are responsible for producing goat milk. With a rough memory of the location and the smell of the goat milk, Tamjin successfully located that man's yard. Tamjin's appearance shocked that man. What are you doing here? Why don't you run away? That man asked. Tamjin said, I need a horse. That man kindly provided Tamjin a horse, and Tamjin fled back to his family's camp successfully. Tamjin's family decided to relocate more frequently to avoid being captured again. As Tamjin grew up and became stronger physically, his reputation also grew. Rumors said he was chased after a group of people who steal his family's horses and successfully brought all the horses back. Some Mongol people started to follow Tamjin. At the age of 16, Tamjin decided to get married. He always remembered the marriage his father arranged and his beautiful fiancée. He was supposed to work for his fiancée's family for years, but returned to his family due to his father's death. That all happened seven years ago. He didn't know if his fiancée's family still remember and accept him. But anyway, he gave it a shot. Fortunately, his fiancée's parents are very considerable and generously married their daughter to Tamajin. They even gave Tamjin a gorgeous armor as a gift. The gift was supposed to give Tamjin's father, but since Tamjin's father was already dead, they could have chosen not to give any gift, but they still decided to give Tamjin this expensive armor. As a smart young man, Tamjin knew it was not a good time to show off this expensive armor, so he gave this armor to a good friend of his father, who's the leader of a powerful clan. That leader was very happy and became Tamjin's godfather. Many years ago, Tamjin's father helped his godfather to gain the power. So Tamjin's godfather is grateful for Tamjin's family and generously offered Tamjin a high-rank position. But Tamjin refused and decided to live independently. Now, as a 16-year-old young man, Tamjin had a beautiful wife, a bunch of followers, and a strong ally. But soon, he got another blow. Tamjin's family has other rivals other than the Tatar people. One could date back to the marriage of Tamjin's parents. Tamjin's mother was actually married to a man from another clan. But on their way back home, they were robbed by the Mongol people and Tamjin's mother was captured. As the leader of the Mongol people, Tamjin's father has a right to marry this beautiful young girl. On the step, it's quite common to marry in this way. I guess people on the step just believe in power and a powerful man can do whatever he wants. 
But the man who was supposed to marry Tamjin's mother, as well as his clan, hated the Mongol people. They had been seeking a chance to revenge. After the death of Tamjin's father, it's hard to locate Tamjin's family because they relocate frequently. Now that Tamjin married and gathered followers, it's easier to spot Tamjin's family. So at one night, hundreds of people from that clan rode to Tamjin's family. An old lady who served Tamjin's family didn't sleep deeply. She heard the voice of the horses and immediately alarmed everyone. Everyone in the family got up and decided to flee. However, they don't have enough horses. Maybe they thought Tamjin was the only target as in the last time. So Tamjin got on one horse as well as his mother and his siblings. They fled immediately. But wait, Tamjin's wife was left behind. People from the rival clan soon arrived and found several ladies. With some investigation, they found one of them was Tamjin's wife. They thought, alright, your father robbed a wife from our clan. Now we'll rob your wife and make it even. So Tamjin's family returned home after hiding in a small forest for several days. Oh oh, Tamjin couldn't find his wife, and he learned his beloved wife was robbed. Tamjin wanted to get her back. Tamjin had only a bunch of followers, but not a strong army. So he decided to seek help from his godfather, who's the leader of a strong clan. With gratitude to Tamjin's family, his godfather agreed to help Tamjin. Tamjin's godfather also suggested Tamjin to seek help from his own Anda, who's the leader of another clan. On the step, Anda means friends who treat each other like brothers. Tamjin got to know his Anda when his father was still alive. His Anda also agreed to help Tamjin. So both Tamjin's godfather and his Anda sent an army of 20,000 people. Other than helping Tamjin, they also want to beat that clan and rob people and properties to make themselves stronger. The joint force of their armies, which consists of 40,000 people, has an overwhelming advantage. Leaders of the rival clan fled and left their people behind. On the step, most people are slaves, and the more slaves a clan had, the stronger the clan would be. So both Tamjin's godfather and his Anda tried to grab as many people as possible. But Tamjin focused on searching his wife, just like what happened in a romantic movie. Tamjin rode a handsome horse and repeated his wife's name. His wife, who didn't know what happened, tried to flee in the crowd of refugees. It got darker and darker. Finally, Tamjin's wife heard Tamjin's voice and she ran towards Tamjin's horse. Tamjin even didn't notice her until she grabbed Tamjin's horse. They hugged and cried. After this battle, Tamjin got back his wife, gathered some slaves, and built a small army. The only flaw is that Tamjin's wife gave birth to a baby soon after the reunion. Since she was captured for around 9 months, it's unclear if the baby was Tamjin's. Though Tamjin insisted that the baby was his own, he gave this baby a name meaning guest. Anyway, he's building up his power. His Anda was also very happy and decided to camp together with Tamjin. They also vowed to each other to be Anda again. That was actually the third time they made the same vow. 
It's kind of weird to make the same move for multiple times. It indicated that people on the step didn't really value their votes that much. They would do whatever to survive. Not long after, the friendship between Tam Jin and his Anda cracked. Tam Jin was a charming young man who valued talented people regardless of their titles. It's the opposite of the tradition, which says you are born to be who you are. So many followers of Tam Jin's Anda started to follow Tam Jin. This annoyed Tam Jin's Anda, who had a much larger number of followers than Tam Jin. He felt Tam Jin was stealing his followers when they camped together, so he suggested to camp separately. In the very day when he made the suggestion, Tam Jin led all his followers to find a new place for camping. But even after they camped separately, there are still people who move from Tamjin's Anda to Tamjin, including several relatives of Tamjin's Anda. As Tamjin's followers gathered, they decided to elect Tamjin as a clan, which means the ruler of a clan. This irritated Tamjin's Anda. He couldn't accept Tamjin's rapid rise. He said to himself, Tamjin, you only had dozens of followers not long ago, and now you have thousands of followers by stealing my people, and now they are making you the Khan. Now I'll beat you up and let people see who's the real Khan. So Tamjin's Anda summoned his army and marched towards Tamjin's camp. Tamjin didn't know anything about it, and Tamjin had far less number of soldiers. Would he win the battle?